Sadnam and welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, a lot of women that I speak to, when I think about their healing journey, I think the first thing that they think about is like, oh, I have to heal, you know, my body or I have to heal my mind. But what a lot of women don't actually acknowledge or what they don't know and, and skip over very many oftentimes is the healing of their spirit. And the truth is, is that if we truly want to bring the healing fully home, and I'm talking about feeling whole and complete, then we can't skip over healing our spirit. And when it comes to healing the spirit, we simply just cannot skip over rewiring and clearing any ancestral karmic cycles, otherwise known as intergenerational trauma as well, that we may have inherited. So one of the questions that I get asked probably the most is, well, how do I even know if I'm what I'm going through myself is intergenerational? How do I know that I'm carrying ancestral karma? So today on the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast, we're going to be talking about the top three ways that I have seen within myself and with my clients that you will know that you are carrying ancestral karma. Welcome, ladies, Satnam. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I am Jyotira Jitkuar, and I believe all women can holistically self-heal body, mind, and spirit with my SWC method of Kundalini Yoga Therapy and Spiritual Psychotherapy. Also, we can break these intergenerational karmic cycles in our lineage. Welcome, and thank you so much for being here, Satnam. I'm going to share this over here on my Facebook uh, friends page, too, so we, they can join us because... A lot of my family's on there. A lot of my personal friends are on there as well. And I think it's always really important to get this type of information out to everyone because, you know, we're having a lot of more mainstream conversations around this. I don't know if any of you have seen uh, Encanto, the movie from Disney. Let me know in the comments, in the chat. Give me a heart if you have seen this movie, Encanto. But this uh, movie created by Disney has a lot of uh, beautiful teachings as it relates to family, lineage, and ancestry. So the term ancestral karma or intergenerational trauma is now becoming more and more common. And a big part of that also is because of science. You know, we have the science of epigenetics that proves that our DNA, in essence, is our the memories of our ancestors and that we inherit that many times, especially if there were situations like traumas or things that our ancestors could not process and that then became an energetic imprint that then got passed down to us. Because when you think about the word karma, karma means action and reaction. So for all action, there's a reaction. And that takes a rippling effect, not just in one lifetime, but it's transpired through energy because everything's energy through many lifetimes. So before we talk about the three ways that you can identify if you yourself have inherited or are the carrier of ancestral karma, let's look a little bit deeper as to how this works so that you can understand it at a deeper level. My daughter and I love Encanto. Blue Sky says, I love Encanto too. I cried. I really felt myself in it and saw myself in it. And of course, I right away identify with being Maribel. So it's a great movie for any of you to go watch. It's a beautiful message. And I love how, how important the message and timely it is for what many people are going through right now. So um, ancestral karma, again, also known as intergenerational trauma, 
we, we, one of the things we need to understand and that is so fascinating. I mean, when you hear this, it's really, really amazing how it all works and life works. But in essence, when your grandmother was pregnant with your mama in the womb of your mom, while she was, while your grandma was pregnant, all of the eggs that would ever, or the ovaries or the uh, eggs that would ever become fertilized were already created in the womb inside of your mom. So that means that you were in the womb of your mom and your mom was receiving energy from your grandma. So right away, we know that in the womb, the uh, actual you as a baby start to regulate your nervous system the way your mom is regulating her nervous system. And if we also know that we were already being regulated by our grandma, it's easy to understand how certain personality traits, emotional states can be easily passed down to us because our nervous systems start to become regulated and attuned in the womb. It doesn't even happen until you come into the physical realm. It's already, you've already in by the fifth month that your mom is pregnant with you, there has been a lock of energy in the electromagnetic field that is creating in essence, your personality, because what is your personality, your thoughts, feelings, and emotions that then show up in this 3D. So just that, knowing that we know that we are inheriting these patterns, right? Now at a deeper level, like epigenetics teaches us, we know now that of course it is our DNA. And in a yogic sense, because yogis have always known this in yogic technology, there are some skaras. So when the soul decides to incarnate, it incarnates with what is known as a subtle body, 10 energetic bodies of Kundalini yoga, which is the science of energy. Everything is energy. And so the subtle body and the soul, God wants to experience herself. And so she she decides to bring together the soul and the subtle body, which carries what is known as samskaras. And this is DNA. And the samskaras are imprints, energetic imprints, because everything's energy. And this is why I always say, God is not a judgmental God. You know, some people are like, why did I get this trauma? Or why did I get this? God doesn't judge as good and bad. God is, is love and everything is a frequency. Your traumas are a frequency, just the way your healing is a frequency. What we have to learn to do is train the mind to neutrality, apply a new frequency because your karma and your traumas were imprinted through sound so we install a new sound frequency of the inner work we do meditation chanting sound breathing right what happens is then you change the pattern so it's not that then god says oh you're good you're holy now let me stop punishing you no is that you took your power back by you changing the frequency which in essence is changing your DNA. So epigenetics now proves that. And epigenetics also proves that very few diseases are inherited and passed down to us energetic or from our ancestors. And cancer is not even one of them. We do not inherit cancer from our ancestors or from our family. How many women have gone and cut their breasts or off because of their mothers having you know, uh, breast cancer? Now, if that helps your mental state of being because you're going to feel more at peace, well, that's a whole other story, right? That's a placebo effect. But very few diseases actually get passed down genetically to us. 
or what does get passed down to us are these energetic imprints that then create the disease. Like, so there's so many people that have high levels of anxiety, high levels of depression, and they have no idea why. Many can, many of the women I work with can identify where in their, in their childhood, but I've worked with clients. I've actually had a client who had a very peaceful childhood and yet lives with high levels of anxiety and depression or used to. And so one of these things, one of the reasons that may be is ancestrally the energies that she's carrying from these ancestors. And many times generations are skipped as well. Like for example, grandma, you, your mom may have not picked up certain traits or certain um, responses to fear as your grandma did it, but maybe you did just the way the color of our eyes. And many times it skips a generation. Like if my grandfather had blue eyes, both of them, I didn't get them, but you know, the next generation is actually more probable to actually do that. So it just, it, we can't really dictate that when we don't know that's the mystery, right? We don't, we know that the soul absolutely receives the karma that it needs to learn the lessons to fully come back to love because even in the movie Encanto remember they taught they taught they the grandma thought that Maribel didn't have any gifts yet Maribel had the biggest gift which she she knew herself she accepted herself and that was the love that brought the family back together to get through the hard truths that needed to be unveiled about how really the reason that the family was suffering was because nobody was allowed to truly be themselves. And that was the miracle, right? Same thing. It, one of us, and this is exactly when I, in my meditations and the women that come to me and work with me, the ancestors like have chosen them to, to create that miracle, to learn to, what is a miracle is a shift in perception, but ultimately a miracle is an expression of love. Can you offer an expression of love, especially in your lineage of forgiveness and if you do that, realizing that even quantum physics, Greg Braden was talking about this, about cognitive dissonance and how when you respond with love, where fear was always responded with, you're like creating an energetic bridge. Imagine that. It's an energetic bridge that now you're, you're, the generations that come after you can now travel through and go over those traumas. Because again, the trauma is just a frequency that has been in your DNA for a long time. So how do we know that we're carrying ancestral karma? How do we identify that? Well, there's three ways. Let's look at the top three ways, I would say. The number one way is the repeating patterns of especially toxic relationships, betrayal, infidelity, divorce, even death in the I, I, I've had in my lineage where I had an aunt who lost both of her husbands like she married one time and he passed away um, he married she married again and then he passed away the second husband passed away again so things that are especially of repeating pattern addiction that's a big one and many people carry that that was one of the things that I carried myself from my grandfather and specifically one grandfather who who I carried it from so that I could release myself from that and release my lineage and alcoholism. That was a really big one for our lineage, but addiction is big and it's hitting people hard right now. So um, if you have addictive spirals in your family lineage, it's very much easily, much more easier for you to actually uh, 
acquire those as well. Also mental health instabilities like depression, anxiety, which ultimately they lead to things like suicide. Suicide is a very serious karmic cycle and pattern that gets passed down over and over and over again if it is not changed in the DNA. So if you have these really, you know, these really tragic situations also that keep repeating themselves in your life, then you know you're you're stuck in some kind of karmic loop. The second way that you'll know that you're carrying ancestral karma is that you also might be the most developed spiritually in your family and you might feel like an alien. Like you don't know how many times the women that come to me and they're from all walks of life. Like I have high level corporate America. I have entrepreneurs, business women, stay at home moms. So it's a diverse group yet they are very spiritually developed. And, and many of them, if not all of them have said, I, f- I feel like an alien in my family because I noticed the patterns but I feel like I'm in the world because I'm very sensitive to these energies and I, and I can see it and I can almost like feel it, but I don't know how to explain it with words. So you might be a little bit more spiritually developed in your family, which a lot of the times that's the reason you are that way is because you're also chosen by the ancestors to break these karmic loops. So you kind of need to be a little bit more spiritually developed to do that. And it doesn't make you better. I, it's not a, honestly, what a, it's an honor to break ancestral karmic cycles, but it's fucking hard work. Okay. Like I don't even, many times I'm like, why'd you pick me? Like, there's so many other people that you could have picked, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause it is not a walk in the park. So it's not something to be glorified. Or if you feel like you're more spiritually developed now, you're like better than someone else. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Many of us are given, of course, these really big lessons of love, of unconditional for, uh, love and forgiveness, and we transcend them and we pass them. And because of that, we become more spiritually developed. And we're also like Maribel in the movie and Encanto are able to be that love and support for the family or for the forgiveness to actually happen. So it doesn't make you better. It probably just means that you've been through a lot more dark nights of the soul or you've had a spiritual awakening of some type that really just positioned you for that. Third way that you'll know if you're in, if you especially are carrying that karma, inherited it, and already, and maybe even chosen to be to break it, is that. And this one, a lot of people miss out on, and this is why I love working with women entrepreneurs too. But it's the lack mentality and the poverty consciousness, or hitting plateaus in the amount of money that you make, even for women entrepreneurs who are already successful. Like, like I said, I work with women from all realms of life and even they hit plateaus of uh, income. And a lot of the times is because we are, you think about our culture, especially if you're a woman of color, you know, our culture, my grandmother, she had to worry about how she was even going to eat and her ancestors. I mean, they really lived in poverty and women of color, we talk indigenous people, um, all women of color, you know, they've been through massacre murder so depending on your culture like that lack mentality is engraved in us it's a nasty nasty program and this is why the inner work yes it's for healing but it's for the evolution of your soul so you can transcend those plateaus right we have many women in my academy that i have them coaching that are have been promoted i have one that's doing like the 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 um her boss's work and she's at a very high level 
place. We have another one who wanted to manifest uh, also a better employment. And she literally, we worked with her on the vision and, and the energy we were working with, right? Not only did she manifest it, but she went to the interview, nailed it, it is now in the new position right? So she's now reached a new level of prosperity consciousness and she's going to keep growing because if you're not growing, you're dying, right? And before they just didn't have enough chi to give them the confidence and they hadn't rewired those deeply set programs from the ancestors that you're not enough or you don't deserve this or this is as, many, as much money as your ancestors have made. It's a lot easier for you to become a millionaire if somebody in your family has been a millionaire. But if you've never been a millionaire or you've no one in your family has been a millionaire, you're going to have to break that, that basically glass ceiling or that wall. And that's why this is a very hard engraved program in most of us that has to get rewired. And it's, it has to get done in the DNA. And this is also why a lot of women don't go out and actually do their life purpose and, and the stuff that they love to do because they're so afraid of, of that. And it starts with that lack mentality. So those are just three ways that you know you may be carrying that. And that's where we come in with the inner work. The beautiful thing is that now we know a lot more about ancestral karma, intergenerational trauma through science and spirituality, but we also have the tools. We have the tools to rewire the DNA, to change our destiny in essence, so that we can truly, truly make an impact and leave a legacy in our life. Because when you heal yourself, this is how seven generations before you and seven generations after you are healed, because you're impacting the frequency of that trauma or whatever that story has been for your lineage in the unified consciousness, in the unified field. Remember, that's what God is. And God is always calling us back home to love, to, to remembering how sacred we truly, truly are. And we can't do that if we don't unload the subconscious and change our thought patterns, especially if we've inherited them of not being good enough or poverty consciousness or illnesses, diseases, traumas that never were forgiven or never were able, we were able to process them, especially women of color, like I said, because it's not like a lot of us received a lot of help or I don't think any of us, especially, you know, I, growing up, you really didn't know what anxiety was or depression. It's not like you would tell your mom, well, I have anxiety. Like she would probably, my mom would probably be like, what the hell is that? You know, like she didn't even know what that was. And now, you know, when we break these karmic loops and we heal ourselves, we're able to also be there more for our children, be there for ourselves, be more compassionate, teach them how to process emotions, teach them how to honor the ancestors as well. That's a very important part as well. And more importantly, teach them how to honor themselves and to love themselves and accept themselves because that's exactly how we become the miracle for our lineage and we can't get there without doing the inner work so that's exactly what i teach with my swc method of kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy and it's the journey i've taken you know this is this this swc method came to me from my own healing journey my spiritual awakening began in 2008 when i first started uh, a course in miracles and when everything in my life got completely turned upside down. And then when I went to travel to Peru, to the Peruvian jungle to work with plant medicines, Mother Ayahuasca and San Pedro, that's when I started to really understand my journey and understand my work with women and, and, and connect with the ancestors there and, and realize why 
all the things in my life had happened had happened and, and why it was so more important for us to do this type of work. And then through that, I was guided to Kundalini Yoga, which brought the healing fully home in releasing that addiction to alcohol and releasing all these different attachments to identities that I had. And when I created the SWC method, I was very sure that I was being guided by this, by my own ancestors, uh, not only those that I could remember, but those that I physically, but those that I didn't have even met in, in the physical. And as it started to come all together, I started to just see how perfect it had all been. Because in the academy, what we work with is with the language of the ancestors, which is emotions. And we learn how to alchemize them. It's a complete reboot of your lifestyle so that these programs don't come back. Definitely not for the faint of the heart. It is those that are ready and truly courageous to, to clear these cycles and to truly live a life of sovereignty in all areas of their life. So to get you started, you know, I did create that e-guide that you all can still download. It's in the link in my bio, veronicabarraganiam.com forward slash roadmap. And it is a very thorough e-guide. I didn't hold back. I shared everything with you in there as it relates to what is ancestral karmic healing? How this blocks our own healing journey? I shared with you my Haas technique that I share with the women of my academy to help you with the triggers and help you stop creating karma. And then I share with you a very powerful meditation. So I give you a clear weekly mental health plan, Monday through Sunday. This meditation is so powerful because it works with addictions. And it's not just substances or coffee or those things you think about i'm talking and you don't even need to tell the meditation what it needs to release you what addictions need to release you from it's it's a technology that allows the brain to start to communicate with it itself which means the pituitary the pineal and your hypothalamus talk to each other finally and when they don't talk to each other we have addictions but it's not just like i said substances we have addictive thought patterns and these are the the thought patterns and the energy of the ancestral karma that we work with. So by applying this inner work as simple as three to five minutes a day, you can really start to make an impact in your DNA and in your destiny. So you can download, like I said, this e-guide, it's complimentary. This is something that I had been wanting to put together for a long time because these are the questions that I get asked the most. So it'll get you started on your journey. It'll help you develop consistency and discipline, which is the highest form of self-worth. And if we don't have three to seven minutes a day for the inner work, ladies, then we need to devote an hour because something is wrong with our freaking life. So go check it out and let me know what you think as well. And of course, if you have any other questions, send them my way. DM, I love this. Is, this comes, you know, this subject matter comes from questions that come from you. And this is what the podcast is really all about. And I'm super excited because, you know, uh, here in the, in the next few weeks, we have some really awesome guests that are going to be here on the podcast that I'll be able to interview as it relates to everything we talk about here on the podcast, which is holistically healing body, mind, and spirit so we can break intergenerational trauma. So thank you all so much for being part of our community. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for sharing it with your friends, with your sisters, with your family. And please, please continue to stay committed to your own inner work. Know that you're worthy and know that you're more than enough. I'll see you all again next week. Satnam and happy, happy meditating.